Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, when do I get to veto this? Is it right now? Oh. Do I get to veto it right now? Is that an appropriate <clears throat> time? I already assumed that I was going to outlive you, so... <sighs> That is cold. Welcome to I Tell My Husband the News. I'm Shannon Ray Green, a journalist at USA Today. Each week, I catch my husband up on all the stories he may have missed. He doesn't really like to read or watch the news, so I'm pretty much his sole news source. It's a big responsibility. My husband, Dusty Terrell, is a local comedian in the Washington, D.C. area. Thanks for being here, Dusty. Thanks for having me, Shannon. How was your weekend, love? It was excellent. We were in Atlantic City for the weekend, which I always enjoy. I love New Jersey and... Atlantic City, the only good place in New Jersey. (gasps) How dare you? (laughs) There's many, many great places. Mm. In New Jersey. Mm. Like, where are we Christmas? We're going to be at my brother's house for Christmas. That's going to be great. Speaking of which, let's wish a happy Christmas to everybody who's listening. Merry Christmas, everyone. And happy holidays. It's the second evening of Hanukkah today. Happy Hanukkah, everybody. Yeah. Happy second night of Hanukkah. Sorry we didn't have an episode last week, everybody. Um, We don't even really have a good excuse. We just... Got too busy and weren't able to do it. But we plan on having one for today, right before Christmas, and we should have one next week, right before New Year's, too. So everybody needs a break sometimes, and we just take ours at weird times. Yes, that's right. And I'm glad that we have folks who are willing to stick with us over the holidays and understand that things get a little hectic. But Now we can enjoy the holidays, enjoy New Year's, kick back and relax, and you can catch up on some episodes, and we will have new episodes out those holiday weeks. If you'd like to tweet us, I'm at Dusty Terrell. I'm at Shannon Ray Green. And you can email us at ItellMyHusbandTheNews at USAToday.com. No new reviews this week on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. If you'd like to leave us a review, we would really appreciate it. It makes us feel really good about doing the podcast. Also, if you haven't yet, hit that subscribe button. The Cosmic Crisp, Washington's own long-awaited apple, lands in grocery stores. This is a new new kind of apple? It's a new kind of apple. Oh, great. I, I needed a new phone, so... <laughs> is, this the, is this the 12? Um, you don't need a new phone for one. That's true. I don't. (laughs) You're smiling really big right now because you know that you're just, you're doing something for a joke. Yeah. And so you got to suspend disbelief. Right. And just let the joke happen. Uh (laughs) And I get it that you thought it was Macintosh or Apple as in the tech company. 
but you'd be wrong. It is actually the fruit. Oh, I'm not familiar with that apple. <laughs> well, did you know? You mean that picture that they have on the back of my phone? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Do you know why it's shaped that way? It's because there's a bite out of it. Oh, I thought it was a new kind of apple. <laughs> Do you know what? Have you heard an apple a day keeps the doctor away? What did you think that meant? Well, I keep the doctor away just fine with, with my current diet that includes zero apples. This was written by my colleague Nathan Pilling, and he wrote this for the Kitsap Sun, which is part of the USA Today network. Cosmic crisps have landed. Hailed as the first apple to be developed in the state of Washington and backed by a massive marketing rollout, the new apples are arriving in grocery stores ready for lunchboxes and dining room tables. The apple, which is a hefty, tasty cross between Enterprise and Honeycrisp varieties, is a product of the Washington State University Tree Fruit Program. Horticulturist Bruce Barrett first made the cross between the two in 1997, giving the world WA38, now known by the brand name Cosmic Crisp. Two decades later, the apple is ready for consumers. The university holds the patent on the variety and has hired Yakima-based proprietary variety management to bring the fruit to market and manage a $10 million marketing budget. The apples, which will be grown exclusively in the state for at least 10 years, first went on sale in stores December 1st. Who knew fruit had such big marketing budgets? I mean, they kind of just sell themselves. It's fruit. Eat it. Yeah. Yeah, $10 million. And it's interesting because they will be grown exclusively in the state for at least 10 years. They should give me some of that money. I could, I'll tell everyone about it. <laughs> I'm doing it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Catherine Grandy is the director of marketing for PVM. And PVM describes the apple as, quote, remarkably crisp, sweet, sharp, tangy, and unbelievably juicy, unquote. Grandy also said, quote, they were bred for flavor first and foremost, unquote. And because they store well and maintain their flavor for more than a year, she said customers can expect to be able to buy the variety year round. This year, about 400,000 boxes of the apples are available. But Grandy said in the following years, production is expected to ramp up quickly. Around 2 million boxes are expected for 2020, 5.6 million boxes the following year. And in 2022, around 10 million boxes are expected to be available. Jim Foley manages produce for town and country markets, and he said, quote, The demand is huge. We were getting questions a few years ago when they were first putting trees in the ground. The marketing has been really strong. We're selling everything we can get, and we're selling it in a day or two, and sometimes not getting more for a few days, unquote. Ron Colello has seen something similar. He's the owner of Colello's farm stand produce in South Kitsap. He said his produce stand has been selling the apples as fast as it can get them, moving around 600 pounds of them over one recent five-day period. He said, quote, there's been a lot of interest. Of course, people are asking for them and just couldn't find them anywhere. They're driving all over the place to look for them, unquote. In the early going of the Cosmic Crisp availability, at least, apple lovers will have to get over a bit of sticker shock. Prices for the new apple around the Kitsap Peninsula over the last few days have ranged from $1.99 up to $3.59 per pound. Foley, who is with Town & Country Markets, attributed high prices early on to a simple supply and demand calculation. As more apples become available, prices are expected to fall. He said, quote, this apple is going to be everywhere and the supply is going to be huge. From a business standpoint, that means it's going to be a cheaper apple if there's that much fruit out there, unquote. More of a 
Granny Smith type of guy myself, Shannon. Because you like green? Is that yeah, why? Yeah, I like green. Is it because you like Shannon green? Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I've always been you... a big fan of green apples. I like I like how they're kind of sour. Really? Yeah. I thought that you didn't eat apples. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I'm saying when I was a child and yeah. I was forced. I think I also preferred green to red. That there's something like tough about the skin on a red apple. That seems less so with green. Maybe. And then also, I, I guess maybe I just had some bad experiences with bruised red apples. Yeah, that can be gross. And I think green is just a little better, you know? That's what I always say. <laughs> Shannon green is just a little better. Do you want to try one of these Cosmic Crisp apples? Well, I don't know if we're going to be able to find them outside of Washington yeah, State. Well, maybe in a couple of years or so. Yeah, why not? Well, I don't think I've tried all the other varietals of apple. I don't know why I need to start with this one. Yeah, especially when it's so elusive. Seriously. There, I think maybe it's fair to say one of the last things we needed was another kind of apple. Why? There's already like 30 different kinds at the grocery store. I'm not buying any of them as it is now, <laughs> so I'm not sure why I needed another one. Are there really that many different kinds? <clears throat> there's a lot. Yeah. Probably at the grocery store there's like five, but... <laughs> My doctor was just saying that I should eat an apple a day. It's weird. My doctor was saying I should have a burrito a day. I think. Huh. That seems like a lie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't go to the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. You should go. All right. The next story is about estate planning, which it's never too early to plan for your estate. Sounds thrilling. <laughs> I think you're going to like it. I think you're going to be interested in it. I think it's, it's, there's a little bit of drama in this headline. How to tell your children they're not getting an inheritance. I already know how I'm going to tell my children. I'm just <laughs> going to play this episode for them. <laughs> just listen to this. <laughs> That's so detached. Why? It's us. <laughs> when your mom and I were very young, <laughs> we had time when we weren't taking care of you kids to have a podcast but since it didn't make enough money, we have something to share with you. <laughs> this episode is particularly uh, pertinent to your situation. Please I mean, give it a listen. It was it was about the birth and history of the Cosmic Crisp. Hmm. <laughs> Don't you want to hear Don't all about that? Don't worry so much about that first story. It's <laughs> the second one I really want you to focus but on. But I feel like the Cosmic Crisp is how we hook them. Because any kids of ours are going to be obsessed with healthy eating. Absolutely. <laughs> and they're just going to be like, Mom and Dad didn't eat an apple a day? Who are they? Aren't we going to just like magically change when we have children? Isn't that the plan? Maybe I'll fast forward to the, uh, to the second uh, story. <laughs> this was written by Peter Dunn. And he wrote it as a special column for USA Today. Peter Dunn is an author, speaker, and radio host, and he has a, a podcast called Million Dollar Plan. He calls himself Pete the Planner. He says you can email him any question, askpete at petetheplanner.com. The views and opinions expressed in this column are the author's and do not necessarily reflect those of USA Today. So here's a question that he got emailed. 
Dear Pete, my wife and I are beginning to put together our estate plan, and we've come to an interesting conclusion. We don't want to pass any of our money onto our adult children. They're not bad people, and they've done nothing wrong. It's just that we think our money can serve a bigger and better purpose in our community. Is there anything wrong with not leaving an estate for your children? He signed it, Robert from Columbus, Ohio. Peter the planner responded. He said, you can do whatever you want with your money and not feel bad about it. Full stop. You've hit on a topic about which I happen to be very opinionated. Your money is your money. My parents' and my in-laws' money is theirs, and I don't possess an ounce of ownership of it. I've had the opportunity to witness hundreds of wealth transfers over the past 20 or so years. Some have gone smoothly, and some have gone horribly wrong. I've seen seemingly simple situations get butchered with poor planning, and I've seen horrendously complicated situations resolved without a hitch. To help you understand how to execute your wishes cleanly, I want to show you how these situations usually go off the rails. The ugliest estate settlements I've seen involve two specific problems. The first is poor communication, and the second is outdated wishes. Before we go much further, it's important for you to know I'm not giving you legal advice. Please consult a licensed attorney to help you with the specifics. What I've learned over the years is money and family get messy when clear expectations and appropriate communication are lacking. For instance, let's assume you've had a very lucrative career and everyone knows you're loaded, including your presumed heirs. If you never talk about your desires for your estate, then your family and friends will probably fill in the blanks. Does this make them bad? Of course not. In some cases, your heirs will make financial planning decisions based on what you haven't told them. They may view your silence as a polite discreetness. Frankly, I don't like to see people make financial planning decisions based on limited knowledge of a loved one's finances and wishes for those finances, but it's as common as the involuntary bless you after a sneeze. The next element which complicates this matter is the natural progression of your values and wishes for your money. What seems like a good idea for your money today might not feel that way 20 years from now. And if your change in plans isn't reflected in your estate documentation, chaos will ensue. You must walk a thin line between a commitment to your wishes and constant monitoring of the conditions around you. If you want to leave your assets to someone other than your family, begin to communicate that plan now. I know it's easier to let people sort out their feelings after you're long gone, but fleshing out your plan with loved ones will allow you to make them part of the process. You will, of course, want to make sure you leave funds to pay for your final expenses, and arguably a token of your appreciation for sorting out your affairs. You certainly don't want to burden them financially while they're grieving. Not me. I want to leave them with all kinds of debt. All <laughs> kinds. That way they can... Then they just won't have to miss me. You know, it's really like a kindness that I would do. They'd be like, good riddance. And now they got all this debt on their hands. I wish the people listening, particularly our future children who are not yet here, could see my face. It's screwed up and I guess I would say disgust. Pained. It's a pained face because that's a terrible way to treat people you love. Just going to go ahead and say it. <laughs> so that's not a thing you're doing, right? Probably not. Yeah. Because no one, no one is going to think good riddance. So there's a trickier part. If your reality or your kid's reality changes, you may want to adjust your estate plan. Maybe you think your adult children don't need any money because they're on solid ground, but a turn of fortune or health could leave them in a lurch. In that case, you can make the appropriate changes to your estate plan. Are you ready to do that, Dusty? Mm-mm. <laughs> As you've learned throughout life, assumptions are bad. Don't assume your children know your plans. Talk to them directly about what you're thinking and help them understand it. You don't owe them money, but you certainly owe them honesty.
that's the end of the story, Dusty. And I think that's an opportunity for you to, instead of telling our future kids to just listen to this episode, to have an honest conversation with them and with me, an honest conversation that you and I both will have with whatever future kids we have. It sounds nice that the people asking this question, it sounded like their plan for their state was to to donate it or to to like benefit some some other aspect of their community. But I plan on just going out in a blaze of glory. Just <laughs> like as soon as I you... hear some sort of bad news, I'm just gonna spend it all just on on ridiculous things. I th- like what? Like maybe like a big mound of mound? Or do you have to get a mound of anything? Of chocolate coins to swim around in or something? I mean, I would do real coins, but I'm probably not going to be like a billionaire or anything. So That sounds incredibly messy and very, like, it's Fun. not an original idea. Fun. It's very Scrooge McDuck. Ooh, maybe I'll buy a helicopter and I don't know how to fly a helicopter, so I'll just fly that around. And that's how you die. Right. Mm-hmm. Blaze of glory, Shannon. <laughs> Ugh. Well... This is just so unlike who you are now. You're such a saver. Right, 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 right. Yep. But at some point, I'm going to hit a point of That's no return. That's just not going to be true. Like, you're a saver for people you love, like me and other, and your parents. Like, you, you want to save money so that you have it for yourself and for future generations. I do agree, though, that that you shouldn't count on uh, on getting any sort of inheritance. You should you should plan accordingly and make your life your own. And it's kind of a I mean, it's never a fun way to get money either. You care about these people, so yeah. If your parents and my parents left us with nothing, there would be no big deal. I I like reading this because I think it is true that why is it automatically supposed to go a certain place you know it's just like we've been living our lives just fine without their money and it's sad but it doesn't really help heal the sorrow or the pain of losing them you know yeah that being said blaze of glory shannon (laughs) there's gonna be all kinds of stuff to spend money on when we when we're getting that age too maybe we'll go on a a moon cruise just spend a bunch of money on a moon cruise that's a cruise around the moon. That is that is the reason we'll be telling our kids they're not getting an inheritance. Ooh, maybe they'll have a Westworld type situation. Ugh. It's like, I think on the show they say like 10 grand a day or something like that. Maybe more. Maybe it was more. I can't remember. But yeah, we'll just live out the rest of our lives in the Westworld. That could be fun. I think that'll eat up our funds way too fast. <laughs> yeah, I mean, blaze of glory. Um... When do I get to veto this? Is it right now? Oh. Do I get to veto it right now? Is that an appropriate time? I already assumed that I was going to outlive you, so. Oh, that is cold. Why did you assume that? Because I'm more stressed. Women are more stressed than men. Is well, that... typically w- women outlive their husbands. Oh, so why were you assuming that I wouldn't? Statistically. Uh, you eat too many apples, I think. That's right. <laughs> And it's come full circle. Yeah. Good job, comedian. Thank you. I'm impressed. <laughs> and last today, we've got the lightning fast headline roundup. Does Dusty care about these stories in the slightest? Here we go. 
uncomfortable toilet targets procrastinating workers. I like it. That's a good idea. (laughs) The bathrooms at my work are so cold. And sometimes I wonder if they do that on purpose just to like keep people from spending too much time in there. But with like cell phones nowadays, right? Like you just go in there and have yourself a little lunch (laughs) meeting on the toilet. Yeah. You can scroll as many social media sites as you like. (laughs) For Top Gun Maverick, Tom Cruise did his own flying. Quit showing off. Review. Cats stays out of the litter box. I probably won't be seeing that movie. As someone who really likes Cats the Animal, I have zero interest in that movie. And seeing cats as humans. Yeah. Cats the movie. No, thank you. Cats the animal. Great. Cats the movie or even probably the Broadway show. Not for me. First solo cup. Cup used once for wine is 3,500 years old. Can I play beer pong with it? (laughs) CDC says puppies might be making people sick. Yeah, I heard there's a lot of people suffering from too much cuteness. Star Wars is getting its worst reviews since Phantom Menace. Well, that's too bad. I was looking forward to it. Now I'm not even going to watch it. Excellent. No, no you, you have to watch it. You what? Have to, it's mandatory. You have to watch it. It's the final one. For now. For now. <laughs> yeah. Duchess Kate, Kim Kardashian share Christmas cards. Those two should have a competition for who I care less about. <laughs> 2020 food trends, plant-based continues to sprout. The day they figure out how to grow cheese on a tree, Shannon, I'm sold. (laughs) Your home Wi-Fi is about to get a lot faster. It's about time. (laughs) Europe's most overlooked treasures and where to find them. No thanks, Shannon. I prefer underlooked treasures. (laughs) (laughs) A possum and owner stranded for days after being removed from flight. No one should own opossums. They're not. They're pretty cute. No, they are not. They're giant rats. But they have, like, kind of cute pink noses. (laughs) Ridiculous. Carrie Russell rocks amazing helmet in Rise of Skywalker. I didn't even know Carrie Russell was in Rise of Skywalker. Is that changing whether you're going to go see it? Yeah, I'm I'm more excited about it. (laughs) I like me some Carrie Russell. Who doesn't? Delivery drivers' emotional reactions to snacks caught on porch cameras. People are leaving snacks for delivery drivers? That's sweet. That makes more sense than leaving cookies for Santa Claus because he gets so many of them. Right, right. Scientists catch a blind lobster doing something they haven't seen before. What could that blind lobster be doing? Was he reading Braille with his claws? (laughs) Next week on I Tell My Husband the News. Well, I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. That's why it's called the news. (laughs) I Tell My Husband the News is part of the USA Today podcast network. New episodes come out every Monday. If you want to check out other podcasts from all across the USA Today network, just go to podcast.usatoday.com or find them wherever you listen to podcasts like Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.